Welcome everybody to the Shir on Betachen. We're learning here about we're learning here about the ten ten different ways to a uh, person to work on connecting to Hashem. And we're holding by the first one. We spoke about last time that nowadays uh, we live in a Bahala. Right? We live in a Bahala. And just to get uh, to the level of normalcy needs a lot of work. So a person needs to um, put work into developing his shaykhaz takadish baruchu. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. Because we live in a bahala. We live mm-hmm. in a distracted world. You come to shul and you don't think about Hashem at all. You can, you can do anything and you don't know shaykhaz Hashem because we're so... Um, our brains are so fried. Even if you, uh, you learn all day and dive in all day, unfortunately, it's like uh, gasoline going into a car, right? You're pumping gasoline, but you never turn on the engine. You never turn on the engine. Because there's no, there's no, there's no engine. The, the, the distractions are so strong nowadays in our daily lives that, uh, that you need a spend time to turn on the engine, to turn on the connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, turn on the engine that Hashem is real, you need to spend time, you take out time to work on it. And when you're working on it, let's say you're saying Tehillim, with the Pirish, and you're saying it, but there's certain, there's certain things that you need to work on to feel the connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So today we're going to work on the first, on the first one, which is obviously... To margish a tayvus Hashem. That's where everything starts in Yiddishkeit. From being margish a tayvus Hashem. And the reason why Hakadosh Baruch Hu created us in this world of nisyonus, and He didn't throw us right into Olam Haba, right? He didn't throw us right away into Olam Haba. Why? Because. If you force a relationship, it's not a relationship. A forced relationship is not... A, if you force somebody to have a relationship with you, that's not a relationship, right? So if Hashem forces us to, to do things, that's not, a, that's not what Hashem wants. Hashem wants a relationship. That's why He created us in this world, that we could create a relationship with Him, and that's what Hashem wants. That's shot Naam et Chesufa. Naam is that it's not real. It's not a real connection to Hashem. The only way to connect Hashem in real is that it has to come from you. So, a forced relationship is not a relationship. Now, the same thing is true with betachen. If you tell somebody to have betachen, let's say a person is nervous about something, and you tell him to have a betachen, you're telling him, you're telling him to squash his feelings. And that's a big avla. It's a big avla to do that to somebody. But let's say somebody's suffering the somebody's sick in the family, and you tell him to have betachen, you tell him to have betachen, you're telling him that he's not allowed to have his feelings. That's what you're telling him. You're telling him he's not allowed to have feelings. And that's 100% wrong. That's a very bad thing. Because a person gets this idea that Yiddishkeit is against having feelings. Which is totally not true. So you tell someone, have betachen, the guy will get better. But you tell him, I, I don't feel the guy is getting better. Right, have the tongue you, You're taking away his hergation. That's not Yiddishkeit. There's no shaykh of Yiddishkeit. 
Betachan is not pushing away someone's feelings. And it's not forcing you to have feelings that you don't have. If you have a certain hargish about something, it's a big avla to tell them to have betachan. The person has hargish, it's a big avla to tell them to have betachan. Why? And it gets even worse, because then he feels that he still has the feelings, then he feels that he's going against the Shem. And then the betachan turns into back... That's how betachan backfires, by the way. Because he thinks that he's doing something wrong by having certain feelings. And that's not what betachan means, b'chlal. Betachan means, doesn't mean to squash your feelings. That's not what betachan means. So what does betachan mean then? The story of betachan is that when you work on betachan, your feelings change. That's the part. Snapshot, you're squashing your feelings. Shad is that when you have betachen, when you work on betachen, you have different hergeshim. Your feelings change, like l'mashal. Let's say I tell you that there's a whole gang around this building. There's a gang surrounding this building, and you're all captive, right? I tell you such information. You're going to start getting very nervous, right? You're going to get very nervous. I say there's a bunch of Taliban surrounding this building. You're very nervous, right? Now, if I tell you not to be nervous, the avla, right? Let's say I tell you that all the guys were shot, all the guys were shot, right? And there's no more danger. Then you'll be relaxed again, right? So the ideas, the ideas cause you to be nervous and it cause you not to be nervous, right? The ideas change your feelings, right? The idea changes your feelings. So betachen, the side of betachen is not to change your feelings. The side of betachen is to change your ideas and the male of your feelings will change. When you have different ideas in your head about different things in this world, then mainly your feelings will change. It's not squashing your feelings. You don't tell somebody that's in a, a house surrounded by terrorists that you shouldn't be nervous. How is that supposed to work? Oh. But there's a plan in the brain to teach you, and then mainly your feelings change. That's the side of the talking. That if you are kind of this this outlook of life, then mainly your feelings will change. That's Pshan and Betachen. So you have to, you have to work on the, on the ideas, and then mainly the hergation will change. The Chavis Zavav says this Befeirish in Perek Zayin, that the more Amuna you have in Hashem, then the more Betachen you have. Why? You don't work on betachan ever. There's no such thing as working on betachan. Anyone that says to work on betachan doesn't know anything about betachan. Betachan you don't work on ever. There's no such thing as working on betachan. Betachan is a feeling. What you do is you work on the muna and Hashem. When Hashem is more real than the male of the betachan, like the Ramban says, the pre, it's a fruit that comes out of a tree. When you work on a muna, it means that when Hashem is more real, then your feelings, the betachan comes in, the male when the Hashem is on a higher level of Amuna, when Hashem is more real in your mind, then the Betachan changes because you realize what's really going on here. No. Really think Hashem is real. Hashem is part of it. But number one is to realize Hashem is real. The more real Hashem is, then your Hergation will change. Why? Because you're going to start feeling and realizing more and more that the whole world is it's not really, it's just, a, it's just a, it's a fake. It's a made-up story, the whole world. It's really all Hashem. 
it's all Hashem. And when you realize that more and more, you realize that Hashem is the one that you have to uh, get on your side. Because He's the one that's pushing all the buttons. It's not, the, it's not the, all the other things you're worried about. Hashem's pushing the button. So why are you busy with the one who has no control over the situation? Right? Why are you busy with the things that are not... The only one that's going to make any difference is Hashem. Right? When you realize He's in the control button, He's pushing all the buttons, then your hergation will change. Memela. So when your mindset changes automatically, you look at things differently. Then the betachan comes, memela. Then you stop having betachan to him instead of betachan to everything else because there's nothing else. Once you realize it's all him, then instead of having betachan, we always have betachan. We have betachan a lot of stuff. Instead of betachan things, betachan can go on to Hashem. Oh, like Lamashal. Let's say you have a kid in camp, right? A kid in camp, he calls his father, he needs money, emergency. Why? The food in camp is not edible. And the only food in camp that's edible is in the canteen. Right? The food is not edible in camp. And if he doesn't have money, he's going to starve to death. He tells his parents, right? So every week, his parents, they're good American citizens, they send them money in camp. Because they don't want the kids to starve to death, though, you know. But one week, the postal service went on strike. Right? Is the kid going to panic or not? He's not going to have his money. If the money comes from the postal office, he's going to panic. But he realizes it's coming from his father. His father could send it a different way. Right? His father doesn't have to send it to the postal. He could send it to UPS. He could send it to get someone to take it off. Right? So the mindset changes your irrigation. Right? If it comes from the postal office, now he has to panic. But if he realizes it comes from his father, the idea causes that he shouldn't panic. So the Hegeshim are supplied by the Yadiyas, right? The Yadiyas what causes the Hegeshim. So the first you saw it in Betachen, obviously, is to realize that Hashem is taking care of you. Right? To realize that Hashem is taking care of you, that's step number one. To realize that Hashem is the one that's taking care of you. That's step number one to work on. Every day when you're working on Betachen, to change your mindset to realize the taiva is from Hashem and it's not coming from anywhere else. So when you are a when you're a makir that's coming from Hashem, right, and you then you're Margish Batakan him, then the promise of Batakan kicks in. Why? Because Hashem now wants to do it for you because your makir is from him. Now that your makir is from him, now he's gonna take care of you because once your market's from him, right? So then he wants to take care of you. When you're not market's from him, he's not interested to take care of you. When your market's from Hashem, then he wants to take care of you because your market, all the tithes are from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the first uh, step in life is to market all, to market the chaz de Hashem, to market the tithes Hashem. Everybody's under the Teva. The Teva is Hashem. The Teva is Hashem. The Teva is Hashem. But there's two different Hagas in Teva. There's two Hagas in Teva. 
There's two different on Haggis and Teva. It's all Hashem. The Teva is Hashem. We're not looking for Nisim here. We're not looking for Nisim. We're not looking for Nisim. The Teva is Hashem. The Shaila is which on Haggis you're going to go into. Ah. So it means, it means that there's not going to be a Shkacha Pratis. It's going to be less Hashkacha. Like, like let's say a, a guy... Let's say a guy has a factory. He takes care of his workers in the factory, right? Why does he take care of his workers? Not because he cares about the workers, because he wants his company to run. Even if he's a good boss, he doesn't care about the workers. When he goes home at night, he takes care of his children differently than he takes care of his workers. Why he works, his children care about How do you want Hashem to take care of you? You want him to take care of you with the tava means he takes care of the Chinese. Why does he take care of the Chinese? He says, I don't, master, I don't know. They don't know about Hashem. They never heard about Hashem. Hashem still takes care of them. Why? That's called Ben Haggis That only changes once you feel the Bessach, if you still work. If you don't feel it, that shows the Chesar in you, your deal. You don't feel that Hashem... The Chinese guy also has Betachen, right? He's Betachen Kari Chavayt Yadi, right? So he also has Betachen, but he's not Betachen Hashem. The idea is that the, the, the Betachen that you have, that you realize that the world's a functioning world, once you realize Hashem, now Hashem wants to take care of you on a much higher level. You want to take care of you because you, you're makir at them. You're a muna changed. You're hakar at him. Now he wants to take care of you differently. Now the betachin changed. So it's a different hakar. Now he takes care of you differently. That's the promise of betachin. That when you are makir Hashem, which means amuna, right? That's the chilik. The chilik is not in the betachin. The chilik is in amuna. When you're makir to Hashem, then you're betachin him instead of betachin everything else. So when a person is not betach in Hashem, and he's not makir to Hashem, he's going to end up getting messed up. He's going to get messed up, right? Because he's not going to have the same manhaga. Hashem's not taking care of him the same, right? It's not the same manhaga. So he's going to be messed up. But who is to blame? Hashem or him? So Chavit gives a marshal of a company who created a plan how to get blind people to see again. And they brought a whole bunch of blind people and they gave them instructions on how to go about this process of getting your eyesight back. Some of the guys listened to the program, some didn't. The ones that didn't listen to the program, they started tripping and falling, breaking their heads and their bones, and they were getting more and more mad at the, at the company. The guys who listened to the company and they went along the program the way they were supposed to, Everything went pretty smoothly for them, and they walked out, they were able to see again, because they listened to the, to the medications and all the other things. So who's to blame if we're not makir Hashem? Who's to blame? Is Hashem's fault that we have all these problems, or is it our fault? Because Chavzavav says that if you don't go with the process of seeing Hashem in your life, and then because of that, Hashem leaves you, then who's to blame? Chavzavav says it's your own fault. Because you're not seeing the type of Hashem, and therefore you're not mocking Him, and therefore you plunge more and more. It's not Hashem's fault that you bang your head all over the place. Because Hashem gives you the opportunity, when He gives you Tivus, the, the idea of giving Tivus is not to stop throwing Tivus at you. The idea of the Tivus is to be mocking that Hashem's interested in you. The reason why He's giving you Tivus, the reason why Hashem's giving you Tivus is because. He wants you to see that he's interested in having a relationship with you. He's giving you tithes, like you give a neighbor, you send your neighbor a gift. Why? You want him to think you're a good guy. Hashem's giving us tithes because he wants us interested in him. That's why he's giving us tithes. 
that we should rouse our interest and attention to Hakadosh Why is he giving it for the Chinese? Why is he giving it for the Chinese? He's giving them also uh, opportunities. To, he, Hashem takes care of everyone, but he's also opportunity for them to get close to him. A guy also get close to Hashem. They also can get tayv to Hashem, and they're banging their heads also because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. To see the tayv to Hashem is probably a mitzvah for a guy too. But even when they're not mocking, he still takes care of them. But that's in different haga. So instead of building a relationship with Hashem, that He's giving all these tayvus to us, that we should be makir Hashem, instead of that, right, we ignore Hashem, and Hashem gets more and more upset, and the whole thing spirals worse and worse. Right? And we blame all our problems on Hashem. And then we say, Hashem hates us. Right? But it was our own fault, because we could have... It's a, it's a very famous word. It's Chazav says in No, Shar B'chinam. Shar B'chinam. Right, you make all these problems, you have nothing to do with Hashem, and then you say Hashem hates you, you know? You, you, met, you could have went on a different path. Uh-huh. It's not Hashem's fault. That's why Hashem says it's Mashal. Uh-huh. Because the reason why Hashem is giving you all these tithes is that you should feel His presence and feel Hashem is real. Right? And unfortunately, in our lifestyle, we're never going to get to feel Hashem real unless we take our time to work on it. Right? You have to take our time to be makir the tithes Hashem. To feel as and hug Hashem how your daily, your daily life, how He's taking care of you, and then you'll expect Him to continue to do it. Like David Amalek said, "Anisha chavti v'yishana." I went to sleep all scared. I woke up relaxed. Why? Because I realized the last time you helped me, Hashem Hayishu means that you mark it all the times before Hashem helped you. So therefore, you'll mark it help you again, right? All the problems that you had six months ago. You're not davening for anymore. Now you have a new set of problems. But the problems that you had six months ago are gone. So you, you have to emargish. So this is the first step to emargish that all the tithes Hashem, right? All the tithes Hashem that He's doing for you will give you the physical feeling of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is real. Right? You make Him real, that's all. And you'll feel... Then you stop being betachin him automatically. Your betachin will be real. It won't just be a, a word. Yeah, betachin. It'll be real because you feel his relationship. You feel he's taking care of you. You feel he's doing for you. You feel it's real. There's uh, two tayvus Hashem. Baker, there are two tayvus Hashem. There's anhagas Hashem and there's and there's a tayvus nebria, the teva. So daily living people have how see Hashem's knowing their life, all the chasadim that he's doing for them every day, the problems that are resolved. And that's the first step of building a kasher with HaKadosh Baruch on how to build a relationship with Hashem. When someone's doing tithes, you, you start building automatically build a relationship. Why is Hashem worse than everybody else? If your uncle would send you a $5,000 check, you would start feeling something towards him. When Hashem gives you tithes, why do we feel nothing towards him? So the first avoida is to be makir the tithes Hashem in your life. The second avoida, which is the tithes, the tithes of the teva, is to look into the Taivas Hashem's doing for you in the Teva, the Taivas Ha'ilam, for the Gantzavelt. Every day Hashem's doing tremendous Taivas. Lamashal. The heart needs to bring oxygen to the whole body. Right? The heart pumps 70 times a minute. That's more than every second. 
70 times a minute average, 100,000 pumps a day. And it's over a lifetime, over two and a half billion pumps. If you would open your hand and close your hand two and a half billion times, your hand would be, would turn into a, a, a it wouldn't be able to do it. It would turn into, it would get, it would get, um, the, the, the heart is a special, with special, uh, you know, the, the, the pump they put in the car, the water pump, only lasts five, ten years. The Russian puts a pump, it runs, two and a half billion pumps, keeps on going, and it circulates all the blood in the body in three minutes. For three minutes, the oxygen goes to the entire body, all the arteries. If you would undo all the arteries, right, if you would undo all the arteries, it would be 60,000 miles. It would be 60,000 miles, which is two times going around the whole planet. One, one body undoing all the arteries. And the pump goes in three minutes through the whole body, all the oxygen. If you market these type of tivas, Hashem, there's a safer, a dynamite flight that um, has every, a little, like one paragraph every day. There's two volumes already in this farm store. Just to see the Taivas Hashem. Because the reason why Hashem made all these Taivas, the people should know the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Tachlis is to inform the people of the greatness of Hashem and to build a connection with Hashem. That's the Tachlis of the whole Bria. You know, a Rebbe comes to Yeshiva and the Rebbe tells the boys that if they learn good, they'll get a candy. What's the ikkah? The learning of the candy. What's the ikkah? The learning of the candy. Depends for who. For the Rebbe, the ikkah is the learning. For the kids, the ikkah is the candy, right? So the Rebbein Shalom created this whole Bria that we should enjoy the Bria, right? We're, we're living in this world. We want from Hashem. We want nachas. We want this. We want that. Right? It's the candy. Hashem gave us the candy. But where are we supposed to be headed with this candy? What's the Rebbe's tachas of this? It means our tachas is we want to enjoy this world as much as possible. But what's the Rebbe's shifa? The ideal of an Adam that we should become close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to remarkable His greatness, to build a kasher with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's Hashem's plan here, right? So for us, the candy is this whole world, which is really nothing, because when you die, you don't bring anything with you. Your family, you don't bring. I know everyone's family is the most important thing, but even that stays behind. It's all just a makeup of a situation that you should get you, it's a candy, to get you connected to HaKadosh Baruch to connect to Hashem. No, it, the whole, Hashem set up what your desires, everything, it's, it's a made-up thing, right? It's not an everlasting thing. Hashem put you in a matzah that you want all these things, right? And you're davening, Hashem, I want this, Hashem, I want that, what do you want it for? You, one day you're going to be dead anyway, it's not going to matter. It's a scam, but the Rebbe put it in the massive. But what's the what's the tachlis of the whole thing? Where we added with the whole thing to get close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, right? Right? The scar of what does the Mitzvah Sharm say? To get close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Hennes Mitzvah should connect. Okay, when a Rebbe does it, when a Rebbe gives the kid a candy, is it a scam? The, the kid knows that the the ikka is not the candy. The kid knows the kid knows that the candy is not. The kid knows it's a scam. The kid knows that's not the tachlis, the candy. But the kid's only interested in the candy. He's not interested in learning, right? But it's not, you're not, he's not scamming the kids. Because he knows he's helping them get to the... Where he needs to get them to, right? 
So too, the Baruch Shalom is not, he's not scamming us. It is a scam because it doesn't lead anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere. It's like an empty shell. But, the, but if you know where you're headed with the whole thing, what Hashem's plan is, then you would focus on more, like that's, that's Shana Chazal, they should be Eved Shalom and Aslakab Pras. You should be focused towards the goal, not towards the candy. The candy is the whole oil and the haza, and the goal is to get close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's the goal. That's Hashem's plan. So, the first uh, yisoid, the first step in the yisoid of betachen is to, to feel the type of Hashem. And when you get close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you spend time on it. You get a tremendous hana. This guy. I'm trying to get him for years away. He calls me with his problems. I said, why don't you do my Eitzah of, of saying to him a half hour a day privately and get close to Hashem. You'll have a different day. You'll have enough in this world. Every time I tell him, he doesn't listen. Punk this week, all of a sudden he calls me. He says, he tried it for the first time. It works wonders. His whole life changed already in one half hour. So I said, this I was trying to tell you for two years. He finally started doing it. <laughs> He called me this morning, left me a message. He did it for the second time already. Baruch Hashem. It works right away, so yeah. He, he, he said it with Mama changed his whole day. He felt like a different person the whole day. Why? Because you turn on the engine, if you turn the engine on, then the whole day the car drives. Uh-huh. If not, the, the, you're pouring fuel into the engine, the thing is not driving, and the whole day is suffering. So, the first you sight is to turn on the engine and to see the type of Hashem in your life, and in the Teva, and that way you'll be Margish Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and He will respond and give you a better day. Have a good job. Yeah,